Hi everyone, welcome to Breakaway in Worship. Tonight our theme is on hope. And it dawns on me that we recently at Rosedale had the opportunity of having a drive-through blessing. And we called it Advent Blessings of Hope. And it was so amazing to get to see people. They would drive up and uh, Pastor Kate and I would be together. And when they got to our station, one of us would pray and one of us would offer a blessing. And so I got to say that line over and over again. I got to say, may God bless you with Advent hope this whole season and into the next year too. And so I was thinking about that. I'd like to invite you tonight from wherever you are into this time where you can get away and really consider receiving God's hope. Often we think of presents that we're giving or we don't always, we're not always as good at receiving as we are as, at giving. And I like to look at those gifts of love and peace and joy as gifts that Jesus gives us as we near his birthday on Christmas Eve. So I would encourage and invite you to receive the hope that comes from Jesus because it is yours and may you be blessed by it while you join us. So I welcome you here to my living room this evening and uh, I'm sitting here in front of my Advent wreath and this was a tradition of my family's growing up as we had an advent wreath on our dining room table and every night that we gathered for dinner we would light a candle and we would sing um, light one candle which was uh, a song that we used to sing in the church in which i grew up in and we always had an advent devotional and we would read it and all done before dinner so i've been trying to kind of keep that tradition alive for myself over the years so um, here we are this evening with my, uh, my candle of hope lit. And um, I recently came across this great uh, song that's being played on the radio right now on, on Christian radio called The Hope of Christmas by Matthew West. And he starts in this song by talking about uh, wanting to be taken back to a Christmas Eve worship service when he was just eight years old and he's holding the candle and he's, uh, he's got a candle in one hand and his dad is holding his hand in the other. And he's just kind of lamenting yet celebrating at the same time this, this just desire inside of him to want to be that age again where everything was just a little bit more simple. And, uh, you know, in spite of all the stuff going on in the world around us now, he, he wanted to revisit that feeling of being an eight-year-old kid on Christmas Eve with the simplicity of a candle and his dad holding his hand and the song comes around to the fact that um, our true hope lies in Jesus Christ that he is the hope of, of Christmas so I thought it was, it was kind of cool this evening as I was preparing to give this message and I was going through my Bible with the idea of hope in my head and I know some of you have uh, heard me talk about this before, but this this card that I keep specifically in this Bible um, was done by Pastor Kelly years and years ago for a women's retreat, and it's a, it's a candle with the word hope written on it. And I received this uh, essentially from her long, long, long before we ever met, and it kind of helped me reflect 
you know, years ago, this was maybe about seven or eight years ago, and I was thinking, what were those things that I was hoping for back then? And I never could have imagined hoping for uh, the privilege of having a job like this that I have today of being a pastor of just this amazing congregation. And then, of course, my mind just kind of started tumbling through all the different things that we all are hoping right now. And I know we are all have hopes for a variety of reasons. We have collective hopes. We have individual hopes. I know it goes without saying collectively as, as a body. We all have this hope of a vaccine. We all have this hope for these days of COVID to be behind us. As individuals, you may have a, you definitely have your own hopes. You have hopes and dreams for different things. You, you may have hopes for uh, a dream job to come your way. You may have, have hopes for a relationship, whatever it may be, but I know we all can name specific hopes and we all have hopes that we share and we have hopes that belong to ourselves as individuals. But it occurred to me that hope is never going to go away because we all have these, we have these things that we're, we're hoping for right now. So we're hoping for a vaccine, but guess what? There's going to be something else that we're going to have a desperate hope for once COVID has come and gone. So what is our hope after this? So we're hoping for something right now, and you all can name whatever that hope is in your own hearts and in your own minds. What is that thing that you're hoping for? But then what happens after that, that comes to fruition? Then what are you hoping for? Because there's going to be something else. And I hate to say it, I'm sure there's going to be some other major thing that we all hope for as, as a body, as a culture, as a world because once COVID is behind us, there's going to be something else that we hope for. So what does that mean for us when we start thinking about that? Because there's still going to be another hurdle. There's still going to be another mountain to climb. There's still going to be something to hope in after this. We're going to have hopes for something after whatever our current reality is right now. So after this, this is why I personally hope in the Lord because that is the only sure thing in this lifetime that we can, we can hope in because we know there's going to be something else for which we hope. Again, whether it's a vaccine, a cure, a job, there's still going to be something beyond those things that we're currently hoping for now. So what does that mean to hope in the Lord and who is this individual, who is this entity, this Lord that we hope in? And I found this uh, beautiful psalm, Psalm 33, and thought that this is an amazing picture of what we hope in, what the Lord is. It's a great picture of who the Lord truly is. So here's a portion of Psalm 33 for you. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into a jar. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth feel, fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. 
he commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all humankind. From his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope is, his, is, is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield in him. Our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. And I love this psalm for the simple fact that it just basically explained the majesty of the Lord. And it gives a great picture of this, this entity, this being in whom we hope, who keeps all of our frustrations, who, who has his hand in our lives, who can take care of every bit of our being. He is beyond words. It is him in who we place our hope and our trust for whatever comes next in our lives. And it's this majestic being, this amazing Lord of such great strength and power and might, this Lord who created the heavens and the earth, is the one who humbled himself and became a little child and came down to earth to walk among us. That is our hope and that is what we celebrate this Christmas season. Because again, there's always going to be something. There's going to be something for which we hope, something for which we desire, something that, that troubles us or keeps us awake at night. But the Lord is worthy of our hope. He is what we can trust and believe in for whatever these days have to hold. So here in this Advent season, this very first week of Advent, we rejoice in the hope of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whom we wait for expectantly, yet who we already know is here among us. And what a gift that is. Thanks be to God. Take me back to eight years old The little church on a dead-end road With a candle flicker in one hand And dad's hand in the other Take me back to silent night My heart was full and the world was right Cause right now the world looks nothing like Those innocent Decembers These days peace on earth is hard to find and I need you to remind me one more time You're still the hope of Christ
Christmas. You're still the light when the world looks dark. You're still the hope of Christmas. And you're still the hope of my heart. Watch the snowflakes falling down Like a blanket on this town For a moment we can hardly see The pain this year has brought us May the sick find healing's touch May hatred's fight be one with love And may every heart make room for you The one who came to save us Cause you're still the hope of Christmas you're still the light when the world looks dark You're still the hope of Christmas And you're still the hope of my heart my head to pray tonight felt my little girl by my side she slipped her tiny hand in mine and we both talked to you and it took me back to eight years old my daddy's hand and a story told about heaven's love in the manger low and a promise that's still true you're still the hope of christmas you're still the light when the world looks dark You're still the hope of Christmas And you're still the hope of my heart You're still the hope of Christmas You're still the light when the world looks dark Still the hope of Christmas You're still the hope of my heart As we get ready for our time of prayer, I want to share with you a sticky note that someone gave me that's sitting over my desk and it's been there for about three years now and it was left for me on a Christmas Eve and it says hope and it has an equal sign and it's the biblical definition of hope I was told and then I looked it up to verify <laughs> that hope is a favorable um, a favorable gift from God and it means that you're under God's direction so it's not empty it's not like wishful thinking or the glass half full it's hope even when circumstances say otherwise it's still having that hope that comes from Christ and that's how we are now going to approach our prayer time we're going to pray in hope to our Lord and Savior Jesus who is our hope so let us pray 
Loving and gracious Jesus, we give you thanks that you are Emmanuel, God with us. For we know that we have called upon you, perhaps even more than we ever had in any other year than 2020. It's been a year of adversity. It's been a year of waiting. We're in the season of Advent, and in the season of Advent, we typically are trying to conquer our busyness and our to-do lists and where it seems Christmas and all its preparations just come over us and almost give us less time than we had before. We struggle in our busyness to put things down. And now we're in Advent of 2020 and we no doubt long for the occasion of going out and selecting a present in person, not just ordering it online. A chance to go into the homes of friends and family and hug and kiss and enjoy good food and not even think about how many feet we are away from one another or do we wear a mask with our family members or don't we? Who's taken their COVID tests most recently? And so this Advent has changed. We've been waiting a long time. But in the waiting, you have given us even more reason to hope. For we know that you are our foundation. And we know that more than we ever have before, the busyness is not getting in the way of that this year. For we know that when everything sometimes gets taken away and restrictions are set, we still have the freedom to love you and to hope in you. We know more than ever that the things that we have thought about in the past, sometimes like little kids, we can't wait to hand off our Christmas list, and that is all well and fine. But this year, Christmas seems to have a deeper meaning. We are in Advent and we are waiting, but we are waiting with greater anticipation for your son to come on Christmas Eve. Everything seems more rich and meaningful in prayers and liturgy, in music and hymns. We find that we don't need all the trappings, perhaps, and all the glitter and all the decor, all that we put so much time in. We find that we just need faith and family and friends and friends who are like our family. We find that we're just resting in you a little more because there's nowhere else to go. We know that we're in the best hands, your hands. Even when everyone in the world may tell us different, we know that our hope is with us because you are our hope. May we not only receive it as a gift, may we spread it. May our hope be contagious. When another feels down and discouraged, may our words speak hope. May we become hope. Perhaps hope like light, like the Bethlehem star, like the Advent candles on our wreaths at home, 
perhaps when we light our candles from here on through these next Sundays of Advent, every time we light a candle, we give you thanks for the hope that you instill in us. And nothing, no circumstance, no event, no person can ever take that away from us. For you are our hope, and for that we give you thanks. May you help us be and enact hope, not only to others, but to ourselves. When we look in the mirror, or we have those moments of frustration, help us to remember that the grace and love and joy and peace that we give out to others we should also make sure that we give to ourselves. For you love us so very much. We give you thanks for your sure and steady presence this Advent and always. We put all our friends and family, all the folks that we know that are struggling right now with health or finances, with relationships, this is our prayer of intercession. For we give you each name that we have upon our hearts this night, knowing that as we place them into your care, you can fill them with your love. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. So your blessing for you today, I'm going to take you to the words of this amazing author by the name of Sarah Young, and she's really well known for her uh, devotional book called Jesus Calling but she has also written one, Jesus Calling for Christmas. And I love revisiting this every Advent season as part of my morning devotions. And I read this one this morning and wanted to share it with you as part of your blessing this night. Remember that I am the God of hope. The hope I offer is not wishful thinking. It is absolutely certain, even though it refers to things not yet fully realized. It is utterly secure because I myself obtained it through my finished work on the cross. This hope is the foundation of the joy and the peace that you find in me. No matter how hard your life may be at this time, you have full assurance that endless delight awaits you in heaven where I have prepared a place for you. As you ponder this glorious truth, you can enjoy hope that overflows by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that I ask for blessings upon you today. Blessings of hope. And may you place your hope in that little child that came to earth so many years ago to bring us peace beyond understanding, to bring us joy, and to bring us hope even in our darkest nights. So go in peace, go in hope. Go enjoy and go in love. You're still the hope of Christmas. You're still the hope of my heart.